Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour with your host, Gene Hodge. He's a training consultant and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He has taught computer and information technology courses at Quinnipiac University, University of New Haven, and Roxbury Community College. He has enabled over 800 individuals seeking employment to gain enjoyable employment. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling to over 1,500 individuals in outplacement for companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake Byrne Morin, Pinellas Technical Education Centers, and Bay Pines Veterans Administration Hospital. Gene earned an AS degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a BS degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, and a teacher's certificate from Westfield State College. Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Pusatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College. And now, here's your host of the Employment Opportunity Hour, Gene Hodge. Hello, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, the show that's going to talk about innovative ways that we can help get people back to work, help you find work that you will enjoy doing, because we're the people that can make that happen. So, so we want you to sit back and in some cases grab your pencils and paper, and we're going to tell you ways that we can find employment using some innovative strategies that I can recommend, and you've already heard about my background. Uh, tonight we have a host on the show, Deborah Conley, and she's going to be my assistant. And we're going to go from there. So, how are you doing this evening, Debbie? I'm doing well, Gene. Thank you. Thanks for having me this evening. Great. Well, welcome to the show. Anyway, tonight's topic is on how to answer interviewing questions. We 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 have a slew of topics that we're going to talk about. Uh, last week we talked about words that have no meaning in a job search. We talked about how to interview yourself. And we got more topics coming up in terms of how to prepare yourself, how to make a presentation, how to write a resume, and we're going to be offering seminars out in out in the local community that you all can go to, so you can see our innovative approach. And it's always aimed at pre- making you happy in the types of jobs that you choose to do. Anyway, so that's what we're going to be doing. So tonight, our topic is on how to answer interviewing questions. And because people ask us a lot of questions. And so the first thing I want to do is to set the stage for understanding how to answer the interview questions. Is, is it first of all, to know what an interview is? First thing I'm going to say is that it has nothing to do with a job. And so if you're thinking it's only pertaining to a job, I'm, I'm just going to have to bust your bubble in a sense. An interview has nothing to do with a job. An interview is a conversation that goes on between two people, two or more people. Most likely you've been interviewing people all your life. It's people you've met. You ask them who they are and what their background is. Uh, for you guys out there, all the girls you've met, you've interviewed them before you took further steps and vice versa. All you, all you ladies out there, you've interviewed all the guys before you took steps. And so the interview is a conversation, and it should go back and forth with two people. The introduction sets the stage. And so we talked about how to present yourself a few weeks ago. And how to present yourself should take 45 seconds to a minute because it's designed to tell somebody 
your background in terms of what do you know how to do and who's the person standing in front of them, keeping in mind that they're looking at you. And they're looking at you and listening for what's coming out of your mouth. But in addition to that, they're watching your body language. They're watching your level of confidence. They're watching how you present yourself. And all that should happen in that 45 seconds to a minute so that once you stop, they can ask questions about you or they will tell you their background. And so the interview is a conversation. And so, Debbie, just very quickly, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself because you're on the show. So tell us a little bit about you and your background. Okay, I will do that. Again, my name is Debbie Connolly, and I am the president of Paycoach HR. What I do is I train individuals who do payroll, and I say individuals who do payroll from your entry-level payroll people to your payroll managers. Okay, so that's what Debbie does as, as a professional. And as you heard me, I, I train people for jobs as a trainer. And I'll let you call me a professional if you like, but but I train people for jobs. Anyway, so anyway, anyway, so thank you very much, Debbie. But the first thing I want to say that in order to kick this off is the first thing, since it's a conversation between two or more people, and if you're thinking that it has to do with jobs, if you're listening to our show last week, one of the things I had said was that there is no such thing as an employer. And many of you times you say, well, the employer is going to ask me these questions or the interviewer is going to ask me these questions. Now, there is such thing as an interviewer because you've been around interviewers all your life. And there are people who are asking you questions about you. As far as the employer, in reality, there's no such thing as the employer. And the reason there's no such thing as the employer is because you're talking to a real human being who's grown up just like you. And they get paid to represent that company just like you. However, their job is learning questions to ask you so they can find the best possible resources and talent that they can put into that company. However, they're an individual who's grown up just like you. And so we, so it's understanding that you're talking to a real human, and it should be a conversation because most likely they're going to introduce themselves. And at that point, the talk should go back and forth. You should be asking questions, and they should be asking questions. And so, Debbie, I'm just going to ask you a question. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. And one of the things with interviewing questions is I always have a tough time answering them. And sometimes because when the question is asked of me, I am so busy thinking about how to respond with what the person is going to want to hear rather than just like as a question. Tell me about yourself. When I'm asked that, where do you begin? Yeah, I want you to want you to think about that uh, because sometimes we're thinking. However, before I answer Debbie's questions, I'm going to I'm going to say, you listeners out there, call in and ask your questions. We want to answer your questions. You'll uh, you'll get at least two or three different opinions. Plus, we'll hear yours. But call in and let us know. The number is seven two seven four four one three thousand. Again, 727-441-3000. And we'll be right back with the most difficult questions, and we'll look forward to your calls. Surely things will work out. They do it every time. Are you interested in the thinking skills that you'll need on your next job? Do you wonder about what your next employer will value? In obtaining and maintaining job opportunities, you should realize that strong thinking skills are necessary. You need to identify the available job, analyze a problem on the job, find options for action, make good decisions, organize your work effectively, use logic to solve job and related problems, set up good working relationships with fellow workers, and lots more. But thinking skills don't come naturally. We need systematic training to get and use these skills with maximum effect. An exciting thinking program is called Instrumental Enrichment, and we can help you get training in these methods and also train your boss in how she or he can do the same. For more information, as well as all organizations working with the unemployed and underemployed, go to ICTA 
ictaweb.org. That's ictaweb.org. Or call 727-403-9475. Or call 508-527-0460. Anytime, day or evening. Thinking is critical to job success. Looking for a job? Wondering what you can do? Call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race? Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Okay, wake up, wake up out there, because we have something to tell you. And Deborah was getting ready to ask me some questions. We have a slew of questions uh, that that uh, we'll try to answer some most common questions. But you out there, again, call in and let us know if you have some questions. We want to try to answer those right over the air, and uh, you'll get at least a, at least two opinions. Anyway, Deborah, you were about to say something. I was asking you about that great question when they say, tell me about yourself. I don't know where to begin. When I look, I mean, they've got my resume in front of them. And what what are they looking to hear? Okay. About well, me, me personally? I'm, I'm going to give you a hint as to when they, as when they ask that question. It's something that, 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 that you've already told them or something that, you've, something that you should be prepared to tell them. So any idea what that might be? When I'm going to say a word about myself? Yeah. I guess I would just start out talking about how I started out doing payroll and mm. wound up training in payroll. Okay. And you okay. notice I said that with a question mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say, since I gave you a hint, you've been introducing yourself all along to people all your life. People want to know what it is you know how to do. And so, so what you want to tell people is your background, how many years you've been working, and the responsibilities you've had in the jobs that you've had, keeping in mind that people have been selecting you and giving you responsibilities. And so basically it's telling someone your job title, the companies you work for, and two or three responsibilities that you've had, and then go on to the next job. And the key is telling people about the responsibilities you've had because all jobs are made up of responsibilities. And so though if it's... And so those of you who just give job titles, the titles don't say you know how to do anything. However, the responsibilities say you know how to do whatever they whatever they gave you, whatever they put you in charge of and said, these are your responsibilities. Anyway, so we can, we can describe it in a way that says I was responsible for doing certain things at paychecks. And that tells the other person what you've been responsible for they're looking for ways to give you responsibility and so you must be able to demonstrate it right there while you're talking with them and then does that fall into when they start asking you about your hobbies oh i don't know but why would why do you think somebody would ask you about your your hobbies to understand a little more about me oh true 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 i'll give you a hint though you must have some so what 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 are some of your hobbies? Boating is one of them. Any anything else? Um, I'm I'm not really sure now that when you just okay, say it to me, okay. say this or I need help. <laughs> On most applications, there's always a question about what are your activities, your hobbies, or the things that you enjoy doing. It's on there for a reason. The reason is because that section on a resume, and it should be on your resume. It's on every application you're going to fill out. It's on there because the things that you enjoy doing, the activities you're involved in, the things that you enjoy doing, that tells a lot about you as a person. 
And so hobbies are things like collecting stamps, coins, dolls, boats, trains. And the reason is because there's zillions of other people out there who have the same hobbies. And they have conventions and things that people go through. And so, so, so they're asking that so they can see about the type of person you are because hobbies tell a lot about where you're – it tells a lot about the way you think. It tells what interests you, what motivates you, what you're involved in. And none of that you can, none of that can be seen on a piece of paper. It's something that we can tell by the hobbies that you have. So you're so, saying to just discuss my other activities, just a conversation and not be so worried of if they were the right hobbies that the, my interviewer wanted to, to hear. Right. So you said that magic word, what the interviewer wanted to hear. You're talking to another human. They also have hobbies. They also like to do things. So part of what's on, on that application are things you enjoy doing. And the things you enjoy doing are the things you find yourself doing when you aren't working. Our purpose is to get you to do what you enjoy doing and get paid. So, so that's our purpose. So, so you know a ton of people that are doing what they enjoy doing and getting paid. So why are you working? Anyway, so the things you enjoy doing could be things like boating, golfing, swimming, camping, making love, drinking. All the things that you find yourself doing because that tells a lot about you as a person. Okay, so let me, let me just won't tell you everything, but let's say you played sports. You ever played sports? Cheerleading, that type of thing. Okay. You ever play sports and you were on a team? Yes. You ever played sports on a team and you had a coach? Yes. Okay. What well, did you just think about that? If you experienced that in a younger part of your life, a coach's job is to make you better than you think you are. That's the coach's job. The coach's job is to look at you, assess your abilities, and pull out of you what they see is there. Having played on a team... And having a coach, you would understand, first of all, a supervisor telling you what to do because the supervisor is trying to pull out of you what's there. I see. Without that understanding, you'll be in left field. However, if you play it on a team, you would have an understanding of teamwork, team play, working as a team member, my role, your role. We won, we lost. You would have an understanding of how to do your best for the team because everyone else is. Not having that knowledge, your concept of supervision is in left field somewhere and the only place on the resume that can show up is in that section right there that says what are your hobbies or what do you enjoy doing that's why it's there we can tell a lot of but we can tell a lot about the type of person that you are the jobs are already predefined we already know what we're looking for we're looking for do you have all those additional skills and abilities that are unwritten you know, that says you're the best candidate for this job or this position. Anyway, how that stumped you? <laughs> that did, but that, that was very good. Thank you. Okay, well, we'll be right back uh, with another sponsor. Think of your questions. Uh, again, if you would like to have some questions answered or have some tough questions that are tough for you, give us a call. The number is 727-441-3000. And we'll be right back once we hear from our sponsor. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email hodgetrain at aol.com. That's hodgetrain at aol.com. 
Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Okay, we're back answering questions that you might have on interviewing. Again, if you'd like to have some of your questions answered, we can't answer them all, but if you have some questions that you'd like to run by me, then test me. See what kind of answers might I give you. Anyway, we're back. And uh, and Deborah. Anyway, we're back to you. Okay, I've got another question that comes up, and this one I think is a difficult question to answer. When you are asked about your previous employer, or not necessarily your previous employer, your past boss or supervisor, mm-hmm. what is somebody looking for? What do they want to hear? Okay, I'm not sure what they want to hear, but the question is, what would you like to tell them? That's the question. So I'm going to give you a hint. Uh, you must... Answer all interview questions in a way that makes you look good. And so the hint that I'd like to have you, what could you say about your past bosses that would make you and them look good? Well, I have to be honest with you. I've had supervisors in the past that I have just worked very well with. So I've never really can say that I had a boss that, you know, no. I don't, how do you praise your previous boss? Why are you leaving then? Or I question... Always. Because, number one, you should be leaving. It's your life. That's number one. Nobody's going to look out for your life other than you. That's why come people keep asking you, what do you want to do? You should be telling them what you want to do. Chances are, no one has ever said to you, what job do you want to do? That's the first thing. So all the jobs that you've had in the past have given you your development and experience. And so you always want to say whatever experience you had with your past boss, you want to find a way to make them look good. So you may want to answer the question that, that uh, your experience at my past job, I gained so much knowledge and understanding that I can only thank my boss for giving me that. Even if your boss gave you a hard time. I was getting ready to say something else on the air, but I caught myself. <laughs> anyway, but you may want to say, you may want to say, my boss gave me a hard time. In reality, your boss sent you to an experience that that uh, you never would have gained. So thank your boss for sending you through that experience so that you learn from it. This way, you look good because you said something good. You said something good about your boss. Your boss looks good because they put you through an experience which you learn from. Always turn it into a learning experience. And we have a caller on the line, I believe. Got Ken Miller. Go ahead, Ken. Yes, uh, my Hello, name is Ken, Ken Miller. Hey, uh, I'm a, a veteran of the United States Air Force, and I'm in my 50s. Okay, how are you? I'm, I'm doing real well. I uh, Actually, uh, I was in uh, uh, one of your programs when I was at Bay Pines, and uh, it, you helped me with a lot of confidence, and uh, I got to... Uh, go to New York and be with my son, and, hmm. and I, I got a real good job working with uh, uh, troubled youth, and uh, everything fell into place. And my son helped my son get through college, and I lost over sixty pounds. And uh, a lot of the techniques, actually, I'm still using them at my workplace. And just what you were talking about with uh, with my employer, I just sat down with him and hmm. uh, thanked him for for some of the patience they had with me and some of the skills that he taught me. And he actually was, was grateful of some of the things I taught him. So it was, it was pretty nice. Great. So you know what you enjoy doing? Yes, I do. I'm doing exactly what I, I wanted to do, working with kids. Wow. And uh, it's my passion, and I'm happy every day, and I'm grateful. I thank God every day. And uh, and uh, I just want to share one of the things that uh, – <laughs> that. I, when I always filled out an application, when they asked what salary, I would basically put down a low amount. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that that I that you taught me is I, I put, you know, like from ten to fourteen dollars, 
and the company met me halfway, and I was I started out twelve fifty six an hour, which to me is, <laughs> is is very good money, especially uh, working with kids. Great, 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 great. So oh, I great. Just, uh, just uh, wanted to let you know that I uh, I appreciate uh, uh, the things you taught me, and and that they they they've helped me tremendously in, in my life. Well, thank you, thank you. And, you, and you said that you were a veteran, right? Yes, sir. And United States Air Force. Okay, and I know that a lot of veterans are coming out. They like to find something enjoyable, and so you become a a a role model for enjoyable employment. Oh yes, I, like I said, I couldn't be any happier. And and it's it's harder when you're older because you get the anxiety that you know nobody's looking for you at at, at an older age. But mm-hmm. basically, you know, you like you said, you have to sell yourself and and. Uh, and it worked out real good. Uh, I believed in myself, and, and the people Great. believed in me, and I'm doing, I'm doing real good. I'm extremely happy. Great. See, in reality, people will pay you for all your knowledge because only you have your unique skills. Only you have your unique skill set, and it's that unique skill set of you really identifying what you enjoy doing, and people are out there who are actually looking for you because you make their job easier, and they don't mind paying you for it. Well, that's true. That's true. Great. It's been, it's been nice. Okay. Well, thank you for calling. I really appreciate hey, that. Thank you very much. No problem. Have a great one. Thank you. Bye. Okay. That that was one caller. Any of you others out there, you have any comments, questions, feel free to give us a, a call. And we'll be right back because we want you to step out and start telling people what you want to do because that's all they're asking you. What do you want to do? It's going to be followed up by Tell Me Your Background. We'll be right back. Are you interested in the thinking skills that you'll need on your next job? Do you wonder about what your next employer will value? In obtaining and maintaining job opportunities, you should realize that strong thinking skills are necessary. You need to identify the available job, analyze a problem on the job, find options for action, make good decisions, organize your work effectively, use logic to solve job and related problems, set up good working relationships with fellow workers, and lots more. But thinking skills don't come naturally. We need systematic training to get and use these skills with maximum effect. An exciting thinking program is called Instrumental Enrichment, and we can help you get training in these methods and also train your boss in how she or he can do the same. For more information, as well as all organizations working with the unemployed and underemployed, go to ICTA web.org that's ictaweb.org or call 727-403-9475 or call 508-527-0460 anytime day or evening thinking is critical to job success Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Okay, if you're ready to step out, that's what we're here for. We're help. We're here to help you get answers so that you can step out in front of everyone else because everybody's going to ask you, "What do you want to do?" They've been asking you that ever since you've been two or three years old. I can guarantee you ask your nieces, nephews, and children, and it's the same question. So the only thing that's different is what's coming out of your mouth. It's always going to be followed up by, "Tell us your background or tell us what you know how to do." Anyway, so we're back to answering more interviewing questions, and my host over here, Deborah, she's kind enough to 
to ask these questions. She's trying her best to stump me. <laughs> and so so I'm, you know, I'm sitting over here ready to give her answers. I do. I haven't been very successful at that, have you know? I? I'm going to ask now, when they ask you about your previous company, why did you leave? You know, it always seems like the standard answer is to come out with some, you know, oh, I want to further pursue my career and my profession. What are they really asking? What do they want to hear on why I left my previous employer? If the first thing is never they, that's the first thing. You're talking to another individual. That's right. And they want to know why did you leave. I'm going to give you a hint. It, It always must be for you, though. So what could you say, you know, that would be in your favor as to why you left? That's where I feel like I should be answering to say because I wanted to pursue whatever career path I'm interviewing for. Okay. But if you're interviewing for that job, that's not in your career. That's present. Good point. Good point. (laughs) But you may want to say, I give you a hint, whatever you say, it, it has to be for you. So the reason you have left all jobs and should be leaving all jobs is because you were seeking opportunity or more growth and development. And the reason you want to say you're seeking more opportunity and growth and development is because the very person you're talking to, they want to grow and be somewhere else next year as well. That's the primary reason. The second reason is because you want to let whoever's listening to you know that you're in charge of your life, that you're seeking opportunity, growth, and development. So that, that if an opportunity comes along, Hopefully, you're smart enough to go after it because they're listening for that. One way to secure a job, and in some cases make more money, because I'm sure you all know a lot of people that are making more money, is because they know they can walk away when they get ready. And employers know that they want you, they'll find ways to keep you. So, So you want to be able to tell people you left for more opportunity and more development because it's your life. Since they've asked you what you want to do, the only one who's going to get there is you. Everyone will help you get there. No, but you've got to tell them how you've left past jobs. That's how you've gained your experience. Okay? Gotcha. Right. Then gotcha. you want people to know the things you know how to do. So you've got to let them know how'd you get it. <laughs> so well, you got it because again. you moved around. You took on more responsibility, more opportunity. Okay. Okay. How'd that fit you? I think you got me. I okay. Think you got All right. Me. Let's try another one. Oh, how about those good old strengths and weaknesses? Oh, excellent question. (laughs) Excellent question. Do I really want to tell you my weaknesses? I don't know. How would you answer the question? Uh, Let's see. Definitely, well, for myself, would be strengths in teaching and educating. Weaknesses. Is that where I throw in the things like the administrative work is stuff that I don't care for? Or or what what are they looking for as a weakness? I don't know what there may be. I'm back However, to the, I'm saying them to again. You. I'm saying them again. They're trying to get you on them. And and what are your strengths and weaknesses? Well, in reality, you don't have any. Oh, okay. Now I'm I'm waiting for you to tell me why. Yeah, you don't have any skills, and you don't you don't have any weaknesses. The, the reason you don't have any weaknesses is because you are all born with a unique skill set. What you don't have, you don't have. So you don't have any weaknesses. Anything coming out of your mouth that you say is a weakness, only you said it. And they're listening and looking at you, listening for you to talk about you. And so you don't have any weaknesses. You only have what you have. It's so not a weakness. Is that what you say? Is that I how even, you answer it? Right. That's how you answer it. That's number one. I, you know, I have a speech you know, slightly speech defects sometimes. It's not a weakness. It's just just the way I am. Now, think about all the all the people you know that are trying to be someone else, and all they have is all they have. It's not a weakness. And you should okay. never let anyone else put you into a position where you think you're weak at something. Learn to like you as you are. So you may want to answer the question as simple as saying, I'm not good at all things, but I am good at the things I told you about previously. Okay. Because you're not good at all things, and you should not ever try to be good at all things because no one is good at all things. It's not a weakness. It's just that you're not good at all things, but neither is anyone else. But anytime you say you have a weakness, only you said it. 
Okay. Very important to recognize what comes out of your mouth or my mouth is because we tell us what's wrong with us. There's nothing wrong with us. We are who we are. Okay, so try okay. that on for side. You know, tell I, somebody that, you don't have any weaknesses because you really don't. That's very good. That's very good. The weaknesses, I mean, everybody can pretty much say on what your strengths are, but the weaknesses are always, well, what right. do they want to hear? Right, there? but make sure you mean? answer the question. You always want to roll it back right. into you where you look good. So you may want to say, uh, no, you're kidding. You may want to say, I know I'm not good at all things, but I am good and I enjoy doing the things that I told you about previously. You always want to roll it back to where you continue to look good. You know, when okay. you say about weakness, there's no way you can look good saying you have a weakness and nobody else said you had a weakness. Only you said it. Okay, try okay. to stump me okay. again. You're making it <laughs> very difficult for me. <laughs> well, maybe you'll stump uh, me somewhere. All right. We still have time? Sure. Okay. Uh, why are you interested in this company? Is that one? Is that really the one that pushes me to make sure I go look up the company on the website and find out all kinds of information before I go in there? Are they really looking for me to know all about their company? If really what I'm going there for is the position well, of what I'm going to do. Whatever you say must be for you in your favor. So what? how could you answer that if it's in your favor? What could you say? Somebody said, why are you interested in this company? What would you say that would make you look good? Oh, no, you're really stumping me. I thought I was supposed to be stumping you. <laughs> oh, you can't stump me. I'm hard to stump. I know. But anyway, the reason... Okay, no, you, talk, okay go ahead. The reason you may be able to answer that question, why are you, are, are you, why are you interested in this company? It's not because you should go do a lot of research on the company. I don't agree with that. You should be interested in working in that company because you're bringing your knowledge and experience to that company because you know where the company's trying to go and your experience can help them get there. And so you want to answer it in a way that says, I I know where the company is trying to be in three or four or five years from now. And based on the experience that I have that I can bring to you, that's why I'm interested in this company. It's going to help me achieve my goals in terms of what I'd like to do. And I'm offering you something all at the same time. So that's why you should be interested in that company. You're bringing them something. You're an asset to that company. You don't have to tell them. So again, as you said, make it all about me. That has nothing to do with what I read on the website. Right. It's about you. They want to know what you know how to do. What are you bringing to them? Anyway, we'll be right back because I hear the music. Because that's my sign that it's time to bring in another commercial. for a job? Wondering what you can do? Call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race, Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Okay, we're back with the Employment Opportunity Hour. Our topic this week is answering interviewing questions. As I said earlier, there are several topics that we talk about. Each week it's going to be a different topic, and we encourage you to call in and 
and ask your questions at any point in time. And you employers that are out there, call in and let us know you have jobs available because we have people ready to get those jobs. Anyway, so right now we're we're talking about how to answer certain types of interviewing questions, and the key to answering all questions is are answering those questions in ways that make you look good and makes no one else look bad. Anyway, so my host, uh, Deborah has been trying to stop me, and and uh, I'm not sure if she has yet, but if any of you <laughs> others out there think you can stop me, give me a call and, and yes, challenge me. Yes, please do. Okay, but she needs some help. Okay. <laughs> because now I'm going to ask you about that the uh, statement that will be made. Do you think you're overqualified for the job? Now, that one stumps it says, aren't you overqualified for this job? Why would you be asking? Why would the interviewer notice? I didn't say they. The interviewer would ask me that question. I'm I'll there. Give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. The, the okay. hint is, yes, you may be. I'm going to say, yes, I am. Yeah, so... Yeah, so that's a hint. So what could you say that would answer that question? If somebody says, aren't you overqualified, what would you say? You're saying that I should answer, yes, I am? Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm at a loss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, gonna put that back I'm to sure you. some of you have asked that question. Aren't <laughs> yeah. you overqualified? So it's very important to understand what you may be doing. First thing is to understand where you're looking because nobody told you to look there. Most times people look at jobs that they are indeed overqualified for because they keep looking what I would call backwards instead of forward. Anyway, so anytime anyone asks you that question, your response should be always, yes, I may be. Now, if you just said yes, you've lost. If you said yes, I may be, you didn't say you were overqualified or not. You said yes, I may be. Now, the reason is because the very person that's asking you already considers you overqualified. It's very important to understand the other person asking you, aren't you overqualified? You always want to agree because that's why I said, yes, I may be. You may be qualified or not qualified, but since the other person's asking you, you want to agree, yes, I may be. However, you may say, yes, I may be. However, what I really would like to do is something whereby I can take my skills and experience and abilities and apply them to this job because I'm trying to get another job or because i like to have another position. And so you didn't agree with them. You said, yes, I may be. Because the reason that you may want a job that you're overqualified for, you can save them tons of time on, on training or retraining because you understand what goes into the job because you already have the experience. And so you want to be able to say, yes, I may be, but this is going to help me reach my goals. Okay, so you never want to just say yes. It's always a maybe because the other person is already considering you as overqualified. So you okay. want to, that's the starting point. Yes, I may be overqualified, but overqualified for this position, but think of ways I can help you. I can pick up faster, learn faster, and it helps me achieve my goals in terms of moving forward. And I'm willing to do this position at this time. Okay, so you didn't really agree with them. You just said, yes, I may be. And you said, why? Because you could save them a lot of time training. You're training you to do the job. Okay. Okay. Okay, Okay, try me again. All right, (laughs) I'll try again. How about the question when they want to know why it has taken you so long to find work or a job? And I know, and of course, this economy is not... You know, I think that's kind of understood part of it. So oh, what, what not, is our, what are they looking for? Not really. Not really. You're going to tell me differently. I sure am. <laughs> uh, but I'll give you a hint. And the hint is that it hasn't. So what would you say? Wait, then what are you saying hasn't? It hasn't so taken I... you a long time to find a job. It hasn't taken you a long time. So how would you think it has? How could you answer that question? You know, no, you've got me. Okay, let me give you some... I need a clue. Some answers out there. It hasn't taken you a long time to find a job. Your, your response has... What your response should be is that it hasn't taken me a long time to find a job because in the past I wasn't looking. I'm looking now. So admit that I wanted to just take some time off. Yes. 
Because when you're in charge of your life, you know how to tell people. I took two years off and traveled the country. Now, have you? I took off three years, and I stayed home and raised my kids. My wife worked. You know, have you? And then start conversation. Uh, Yeah, I was incarcerated for two years. You ever been incarcerated? No. Ask them, have you? See, see, (laughs) some of us know how to take time out of our life to go enjoy life because those, the people who are in charge of their life know how to say, I'm going to take some time off. And the very person you're talking to would like to have done the exact same things that you have. They keep thinking they should be working. And so all you've got to do is to ask them, have they done what you've done? When you can ask that question, you can say, it hasn't taken me long. I wasn't looking. I'm looking now because the only thing that's important is now. But what you've done in the past, you can take time off, take a vacation, travel the country, you know, stay home, take care of your grandparents. All those kinds of things real people do in real life. When it's time to go back to work, they just tell people, I'm looking now. But it's okay to tell people that you weren't looking before. You know, it hasn't taken okay. you long to find a job. You were doing other things. The key is, are you looking now because you've taken care of what you need to take care of? Okay. All you got to do is ask them. Ask the other person so they feel like a human. Because once you ask that question, they literally can recognize all the things that they've wanted to do. And maybe they've been putting them off, putting them off, putting them off. And, however, they may have done the exact same things that you're talking about. So now you're talking to another real human. Back to that human factor. Right. Because you're talking to a real person. Right. Yes. So, anyway, our time is starting to run down, and so I'm trying to get you out there, and so, so I want you to go step out there and start telling people real answers because they're looking for real questions from a real person. Anyway, so we'll right, be right back with our sponsor, and we'll go from there. Again, if you'd like to call, the number is 727-441-3000. And we'll look forward to you, and we'll be right back. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email hodgetrain at aol.com. That's hodgetrain at aol.com. Okay, we're winding down the hour. Hopefully we've given you some tips on how to answer questions because people are going to be asking you questions all your life. I started to show out by saying an interview is a conversation between two people, two or more people. It's a conversation. It should go back and forth. And so I've been giving you some answers to the different types of interviewing questions that people may ask. And my host over here, Deborah, she's been trying to stump me. And I haven't gotten any calls from any stompers out there, so so uh, Deborah, you can keep trying to stomp me, and I'll keep firing back at you. Okay, and, yeah, I wish yeah. our callers would call in and help me out here. I am <laughs> going to ask you about um, character and credit references that you can give Whoa. when they're asking about that. And what do you think they mean by that? That's what I'm asking. Are we just looking because you want to see what type of person I am? 
Okay. You know, now you're, you're talking outside of, you're not asking for previous employers and previous supervisors, but now you're asking character reference and a credit reference. Yeah, you must have those, though. You must have yes. them. Yes, I do. Okay, so how would you answer the question? <laughs> that I would tell them I would have them. <laughs> okay, but how would you, you know, how would you answer? It says, you know, someone says, what character reference what character references can you give us? What would you say? I think the first thing I would off the my top of my head is I'm a good person. <laughs> what else do they want to hear? <laughs> okay, a character reference is a reference that person that knows your character. Somebody you've been around in the past, they know the type of person you are. They know your mannerism, they know your body language, they know your attitude, they know how well you get along with people. And they know whether you're a learner, whether you're polite. Or they may know whether you're selfish and greedy and all that sort of stuff. So character reference is someone who knows you based on knowing the type of person you are and the kind of character that you display when you're in front of people. That's what a character reference is, is, is who knows your character. You know, whether you, all, all the, all the, the statements I just made about the type of person you are, that's a character reference. And it, and a credit reference, no, it has nothing to do with your credit card or your credit. A credit reference is who is who's credible that you can recommend that knows you. It's you know who's credible. Who do you have that has some has a prior position? Who do you have that knows you that's known in the community? Who do you know that okay. you know that's known that the other people know? And their reputation stands behind their credibility. What they're looking for is is what credible people know you, and it, and they want to see if you know any of them. You must have some credit references. You must have people who are established in the community or established in an area that can tell you, you know, that can tell the other people what kind of credit, what kind of credibility. You you have, and I hear the music again. But that that that's what we were talking about: ways to answer different types of interviewing questions. There are several questions people are going to ask you your entire lifetime. All of the answers must be accurate; they must not be exaggerated, definitely not lied. But we're about ready to wrap up, and the questions always must make you look good. Anyway, this is the Employment Opportunity Hour. You have a homework assignment. Go out and introduce yourself to 10 people this week. And tell us what it is that they said to you. Go out and find that job and make it happen. We'll be back next week. Thank you. Then again, 